Hello guys, I'm Will Koenig and we're back with another Shizzle Reel and instead of Elizabeth, I have... Isabella! And Paris. You guys have uh, been on the podcast before, was it? Or way, way back? Um, I was back on it whenever it was still stream, but then they slightly <laughs> changed the name to kick me off. Yeah. All right. Well, you're back for this special episode because Elizabeth <laughs> is busy. So we are going to be talking about the Netflix anime Neo Yokio starring Jaden Smith. For those of you who don't know, it's there. It's a thing. So check that out, I guess. But uh, first off, would you kind of want to give an explanation of the plot for those who don't know it, if we can figure that one you out? Know, I would love to <laughs> so much. Um, if there was a plot, I think there kind of is. There's there's a main boy with pink hair, so that's how you know he's the main boy. And his name is Kaz Khan. Yes. All the exorcist boys have pink hair, right? Like if you're an did his aunt? His aunt had faded pink hair. Okay. It was a tint. That's how you know she's old. <laughs> well, I guess the the main thing is here is that Jaden Smith, who is Kaz Khan, is uh, basically an exorcist in this world where... That is supposed to be the plot, is that he goes around and he, he, he does his job as an exorcist around the, this town, Neo-Yokio, city, Neo-Yokio. And to be honest, it happens like twice out of the six episodes for like five minutes. So it's not really about exorcism. So. Those five minutes, Will. Those five minutes are the crispest <laughs> minutes of your life. Yeah, the action, exquisite. <laughs> It's very interesting, and uh, hmm, what he's else? unwilling though. He doesn't want to do it, even though no, that's no, his he like doesn't. family legacy. He has zero interest in like fighting these demons. Yeah, he also seemed to have zero interest in acting too. In God. this, ooh, <laughs> ooh, well, you're being a little critical. <laughs> you're getting a little hard. That voice acting, not very good, but in a perfect way. It was a stylistic choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't sound like they were in the same room. I'm sure it was an allegory for the distance they felt emotionally. <laughs> yes, yes, that was it. So, I mean, I guess, like, uh, there's a, like, a lot of subplots that go on, and there's, there's like, he f- field hockey tournament, and then he's got his friend Helena St. Tessero that he's, you know, trying to save and whatnot, and then there's a race at the end, like a Formula One race mm. at the end. So they just throw a bunch of random crap in there along with the uh, exorcist. I think the one thing that kind of ties it all together is the bachelor board in the oh, middle of right. town. That's right. That's the one yeah. thing. That is the main plot is that he is the eligible bachelor number one. And then sometimes it goes up and down with this other kid whose name I forgot right now. but Archangelo. Archangelo. There the we go. The best boy. Man, but it's an honor he dreams not of in the first episode. But then yes. it plagues him so much. Yeah, it's a journey where he's not interested at all, very similar to his relationship with exorcisms, and then it consumes him the most. It consumes him the most. And then we got another character who we won't get too much into because there's some maybe spoilers about it. It was Charles, which mm. is his mecha mm, so servant thing played by Jude Law, which I'm surprised Jude Law is going into anime voice acting. But well, I mean, he did. to be fair, we're kind of surprised anyone in this <laughs> anime voice acting. <laughs> That's very true, very true. But uh, I mean, there's so much to talk about. So why don't we just kind of give our initial impressions and be like, oh, you should see it or not see it, and then we can talk all about it. So, Paris, you can start off. Okay, yeah. Um, I definitely think everyone should see it. <laughs> it's a work of art. Um, I feel like if I could send anything to aliens, it was like, yes, this is the part of our culture that I want you to know about. <laughs> it would be this. So, highly recommend 10 to good, good description. Yes. I would also recommend that all people on the planet see it. <laughs> I would say watch it with a group of people because alone you might get a little lost. But, yeah, no, it's definitely something worth seeing. Yeah, I would agree. It's horrible in the perfect way in terms of I don't know if they intended it to be this bad. Honestly, I feel like they were taking themselves seriously and it turned out to be this, which in its own way is perfect. Like, 
Paris said, and I would definitely recommend it too for those who watch anime. If you don't normally watch anime, don't watch this. It's not gonna yeah, be, it's not gonna be for you. Our friend Natalie, she uh, never watches anime, and then oh, she wow. loved this though. She hates anime with a passion, but this she was she like, does. I can watch all of this. Well, maybe I was wrong on that one. So <laughs> maybe if you don't watch anime, this <laughs> is this is for I'm you. Have. You have to feel it out, you know. Yeah. Try the first one, and then you'll know. Within the first five minutes, you'll know. Yeah. Alrighty. So now we're just going to talk about spoilers. So if you don't want to listen, turn off now. And here we go. So Big Toblerone. No, my favorite. I don't yes. even, that's not even a spoiler, Big but Toblerone. like that like product placement. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to know if Toblerone sponsored it, <laughs> if they got anything. I know their stocks were it was like after it aired and stuff like that, but I want to know. What was their end game in this? Yeah, did no. they play a role, or did Jane Smith just really like Toblerones? Yeah, it's just so random. <laughs> is Toblerone? It's not like the most fancy chocolate it's, in the it's, whole it's world. It's definitely not. No. And their whole thing was like, ooh, fancy Neil Rich or like not Neil Rich things. And no. Toblerone? I mean, it's better than Hershley's. To be, Hershley. Well, it is a giant <laughs> Toblerone. I looked up how much things cost at Homeboy. It's the most. It's the most yeah. dollars. It's like $100 for a big Toblerone. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Which I'm sure for neo-rich people and like the rich in general, that's not a lot of money for chocolate. But also, it's a lot of dollars. Oh my gosh, my favorite is like when he goes to buy a suit. And I'm colorblind, but apparently <laughs> he's very colorblind to the point where he thought he was buying a black suit and it was blue. <laughs> Listen, it was midnight It was midnight blue. blue. Okay. Midnight Darkest blue. shade of blue. Anyone can make that mistake, Will. <laughs> Anyone can make that How mistake. the store owner didn't tell him but when he was checking out. The biggest spoiler of the entire <laughs> uh, series, Marcangelo... Or Archangelo? Archangelo. 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 Archangelo steals the midnight blue suit and then he wears it to the thing. Yeah. yeah. Like believe? this entire time Can he's like believe? complaining to like or making fun of Jaden Smith. I mean, Khan for <laughs> for <laughs> for using this midnight blue suit because everyone it was like a black suit event and he was like laughing at him and then all of a sudden Khan decides to change it and he now wears a black suit. And then Archangelo comes in with the the midnight blue suit and he's like, I'm trying to change this the stereotypes around black black tie events or black suit events and, and then all takes of the credit. He was like, ooh, what are you doing? What are you doing, Archangelo? And then he was like, Khan <laughs> was so livid. And then Archangelo was like, ooh, you wouldn't have been able to pull it off anyway. You're too neo-riche. Yeah. It's, and if you're kind of confused on what we're talking about, yeah, that's the show. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going on in a way. <laughs> Things happen out of nowhere and you're like, it's why? So yeah. There's no like cultural background. Like I don't, like I get the old money, new money thing, but we don't really know like exactly why everyone's kind of mad like why do we have this board in the center of town like who are these why are there demons <laughs> what's happening is this new york but not really no one there's well then robots? they have the, the underwater city that's yeah, true it all goes back to like fantasy realism i feel like and like they aren't questioning it so you don't really question it either but then i still feel like the entire thing serves as like a symbol for like capitalism and like mm-hmm. gentrification and stuff oh, like do explain people, more <laughs> well the people are so rich and there are so many rich people that they're like shoving people out of all these places the entire series you don't see a single poor person Except until the like last. the very very end yeah. when they start throwing crap at them and calling pigs but they have all these people that are being shoved out of their neighborhoods to the point that people are literally living underwater and i don't know the whole thing 
it just goes back to like the culture of money but yeah it was interesting because they could have just had a show about all these like fantasy super rich boys having a great time doing stuff and not talk about like any other social classes at all or it's like this is a magical world where everyone's rich for some reason but then they threw in that group they like drove through that like really poor part of town Mm -hmm. during the formula one race yeah you spent like not a lot of time but like enough time where you're like wait a minute what are we doing down here? And then nothing. I mean, it, it means something, I'm sure. It means something. Yeah, and then you have all the people who are, like, in servant positions, and he never actually calls them by his, their names. Like, you have the store clerk, who even where he's in the context of the field hockey game, he's still just a store clerk. <laughs> he never gets a name. I don't know. Does Arthur get a name whenever he realizes? Like, he never even knew how mechas worked. Oh, Charles? Time. Or, yeah, Charles. Charles. I don't know why I called him Arthur. But <laughs> I was like, wait, Charles. Arthur. I'm trying to... Oh. <laughs> the, I don't remember what Arthur is. But you don't even know how, like, mechas work and the fact that there's actually a human in there. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden, like, in, like, the fourth episode, all of a sudden, like, the the the, uh, the mecha runs out of battery or power. And then all of a sudden, the human just steps out. Like, it just shuts down. And then this old woman... Jude Law. <laughs> this old woman <laughs> steps out. And you're just like, wait, what? Well, like, does she have a name? Because I doubt her I, name is Charles. I, I don't think so. I, think I that, don't know. I don't... Yeah, I don't think they I'm gave her a sure. name. But it's just... It's so surprising. Like, that whole side story was so interesting because the whole time we're watching that episode in which, like, Kazkan is going to his, like, cousin's house or whatever to, like, do some investigation and then there's this party and then, you know, other stuff's happening. But I think what's more interesting, I mean, that episode was pretty interesting. With, like, we're the, the we're one of his friends becomes a woman. Yes, for, uh, and then they have that interesting side plot with, uh, like just so many things going on there so many things <laughs> yeah. but the whole episode Charles is like I need to go charge please help me and Kaz Khan cares not at all oh yeah <laughs> he he's like yeah whatever not at all and I'm like it's your best boy it's your yeah. best robot it's boy. Best boy and well, it's not it's, a boy <laughs> it's such an interesting like part of the world the fact that they have these robots and then there are people inside of them and it's like oh where, where? Well, have we seen that? other mechas? I can't remember. Were there he other ones? He's one at the well, end. Th- well, there's two, yeah, technically, because he gets upgrade. a new one. Is that just something that a uh, exorcist gets? Uh, I don't know, Will. I, we can't answer that, Will. We just can't. It's weird to me that Archangelo didn't have one, because I feel like... Um, so that's what makes me think it it's like an exorcist did, thing. Didn't, at one point, I feel like uh, they were like kind of saying, oh, you got the old mecha, and they were like yeah. kind of criticizing him for his old mecha. Mm. So I'm sure other people have them, and... Like, the fact that his friends were like, oh, don't you know anything about mechas implies that there is, like, a culture around them, and so yeah. a lot of people must. That's but. true. All right, so let's talk about, let's say, favorite characters. And, like, you get to pick your favorite character and explain a little bit why. That was your favorite character. Um, I would say Archangelo's definitely my favorite character. He's, like, a low-key rival for CosCon. Like, at the beginning, you're like, oh, this is the big bad of the whole season. But then... He kind of just, he stays very stagnant, and then he becomes kind of weird, and you're like, oh, you want to live in this, like, suit store, and, like, what's happening, and all of his friends have matching colored shorts, and then at the end, he, like, kind of helps Kaz in the race, and he wants to Yeah, that to was homies. weird. Out of nowhere, he's like, we're going to be friends now, and I'm like, this has got to be a trick. It wasn't a trick. He yeah. just wanted to be friends, and, like, it's I don't know. duality of man, Will. Mm-hmm. Uh. It's like the, I don't know. There, there's some sort of character development there that I didn't see, but I'm sure he had an emotional journey on the sidelines. <laughs> uh, for me, my favorite is probably Sailor Pellegrino, who caused Khan. Uh, she's like the humble pop star from North Kakalaka. Oh, my and God, yeah. She's 
the best. Let me tell you. It's kind of weird, though, because uh, whenever I was talking about, like, the poor people and how there's not really poor people until the very end, she kind of almost was a poor person at the beginning. Like, not at the beginning of the show, but, like, her backstory was, oh, she grew up in, like, a trailer park, and yeah. she was a little redneck girl. Now she's but a pop star. Now she's a pop star, but also a demon. And so that, that confused me. Yeah, it was that, like, that, oh, are that, we demonizing the And then there was, like, a crystal skull flying the around. crystal skull. Oh, I can see you. <laughs> So. What happened with that? Who was like, oh my gosh, something. It was for me personally, Will. Yeah. All right, so I guess my favorite character is because I can relate to how little of a crap uh, Jaden Smith gave in Kazkan mm-hmm. in this world. Like, he, he just didn't care about anything, doing so anything. Americanas in tennis. Yeah. Yeah. And those martinis. The martinis. <laughs> They're crazy. They're the, <laughs> they have, oh, yeah. Also, his friends, uh, Lexi and Guthlieb, I don't, I can't pronounce, I'm sorry, I'm getting that one wrong, but like they, they opened up a martini bar that's like literally the size of the audio booth we are filming, I mean, they're recording in right now. And they like try to serve alcohol in there, and like no one's ever in there but them. So I they do know. have a photo shoot for it, though. They have a photo they, shoot. They do. They great. have a photo shoot, which was hilarious. Mm-hmm. But so, okay. favorite scene or quote? Wait, right. you go ahead. I'll go for it. Okay, so my favorite, it technically is two scenes. It's literally the first scene in the first episode and the last scene in the last episode because it's literally the same shot. Like, they just used the same thing again with a different mecha standing next to J- uh, Kaz Khan. And it's like these two random people on a tennis court playing tennis. And then it just, this one girl gets mad and just mm. smashes her racket. And that's then a, that's, that's it. Scene. And that just starts the show and it goes into like the intro. And then like the end, that's just the end of the show. She smashes a racket just like the first scene. And they're like, the end. I'm like, wow, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I would say my favorite part is also, I think in the first episode where he's like late to the field hockey game uh. and then they huddle up and he's like, as you guys know, I've been really depressed. <laughs> it's affected my field hockey game. I really hope we can come together now. And then you have the field hockey scene, and it's just it's a great time. And then yeah. the music plays, and then you're like, wow. Yeah, they win the match, and then he's like, uh, Charles, play classical music. And they're like, I don't remember the name of the song, but yeah. like they just start playing like the most. Cl- no, A major. Yeah. It's like, wow. It's great. And every line that the store clerk says ever, <laughs> all of them, is great. Um, for me, that one was one of my favorite ones also. Man, the entire time I was watching the first episode, I was like, oh, wait, this is my best, this is the best part. No, this is the best part. <laughs> but probably, objectively, the best part was when, um, he was upset after he didn't, uh, get the exorcism right on Helena the first try. And so he's like, Charles, let's go to the grave. And so he gets oh these my flowers. God, yeah. And he goes to the top of this room. <laughs> And it's a grave, and it just says Coscon 1990, probably seven, <laughs> two question mark. And then he just lays in there with his flowers, and then he berates this old man for using the crappy perfume. Okay, yeah, so this old man, it's hilarious, goes up to his, like, his dead wife's, like, she's been dead for probably a little while. <laughs> and he has his perfume, and he's like, I always come here to spray her favorite perfume around his grave. And Con comes up, and he's like, wow, that's a really bad perfume you got there. Yeah. And he's like, would you like me to whip you up a special? And he's like, the guy, no. The guy was like, this was my wife's favorite. And he was like, ooh, but perfume, the only things that stay classic are cars and music. And watches. And watches. watches. And we're like, what? Yeah. Everything else changes the times. Wouldn't you agree? As he sprays his dead wife. <laughs> Favorite perfume. I want to know how many people in this world have future graves for themselves. Yeah, like, that's and then go once in a while and put flowers down and lay down. Really sad, just lay down in it. 
That's something I would do. <laughs> also, if I had a robot mecha, I would fly everywhere. I would never take the bubble system. Why yeah. would you do it? No, I would fly. It has its own bubble system. There, it yeah. made no sense that they didn't take the express. Every oh, also, time. when uh, what reminded me is when he, uh, when he was trying to do the exorcist on Helena Saint Tessero, and she was like drowning at the bottom, and he's yes. like, he's like, oh, I must go get her before she drowns. He like goes and grabs her by like her left ankle, and then just pulls her up. Who? Grab someone by their ankle when they're drowning. <laughs> and, and then the like, fact the entire room was flooding because it's underwater and there was a giant crack in this window, which, yeah, <laughs> it would flood. But then they open the door and all the water that's in the room falls out and then it just stops, though. <laughs> it's like it magically fixed itself. And she doesn't float at all. Like, she just yeah. stays at the bottom, even though the water's filling out and, like, you float. Yeah. She stays exactly yeah, at the no, bottom. No, she just falls like a rock and then. bones. Just, just so much to talk about in this show. It's it's wonderful. And uh, it's, it's only six episodes long. Not sure why. You can watch in like three hours if you don't watch credits. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but like I'm kind of wondering if there's going to be another season or that was just a one and done joke. There's got to be another season. <laughs> like I, I want one so bad now. <laughs> they touch so many topics and then leave immediately. Mm-hmm. Feminism left. Like <laughs> capitalism left. Like all of these things were just like, oh, we're going to talk about like the Soviet Union and yeah. then we're going to leave real fast. And I'm like, man, they were like, ooh, here's the heteronormative matrix. Here's this guy who's now a girl and is questioning that. All right, let's get out real fast. <laughs> real fast. <laughs> let's not like talk about it at all. Just mention it a little bit. But yeah, that that's Neo Yokio. <laughs> the best. Yeah. It's the best. So I think you, you know our opinions on it. We all love it. So go check it out. Uh, next week, Elizabeth should be back, and we will be reviewing Jigsaw, which is the uh, the the movie after the final chapter of Saw. So that worked out just as planned. Not the final chapter, but yeah. So check that out if you're interested in torture porn, because that's what it is. Oh, well, so. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time.